Welcome to another edition of Restore the Floor, a look at the Detroit Pistons and other NBA stuff with Evan Jenkins. I'm Stoney. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, Ev. How are you? Everything good, going good for you for the holidays? Everything's great, and happy Hanukkah to you as Thank well. Thank you. It's Thank over, you. right? Hanukkah's it's, over. Hanukkah's over. Hanukkah. Okay. The last night of Hanukkah was the was Christmas Day, actually. Christmas wow. Eve. Yes. All right. Exactly. B- beautiful thing. Eight wild and crazy nights. Not really, uh, but the NBA. The best thing about my vacation, I was away. That's why we didn't have restore the floor for over a week. Was I really did not pay attention or watch much Pistons basketball. Or any sports, for that matter, except for the Lions. But that's what vacations are for. And not much has changed no. since last time we talked. No, actually, the last since the last time we talked, I actually went to a game the day before I left. Uh, my daughter Jessica and I, we went to see the uh, Sacramento Kings. Yeah. And she said, boy, who's this Fox guy? He's pretty good. He's exciting. He's, He's really, fast. They're a fun he? team to watch, too. They really they are. They really are. And look, the Pistons, they're having problems. We'll get to them momentarily. But we should talk about the big story Recently, and what took place Tuesday night, and that was uh, Luka Doncic, sixty points, twenty-one assists, no, twenty-one rebounds, and ten assists. Yes, which is crazy that he had time to dish out ten assists while scoring sixty, sixty points. He's the first player post Wilt to have sixty, twenty, and ten games. In the same season, yet he did it all in one game. Yeah, and like a guard should not be doing that, right? No. Like, and then, so I came in this morning, and you're like, did you see what Luca did? I'm like, yeah, I, th- I thought I saw he had like 35 or something, <laughs> and that must have been when I was, and you're like, no, 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 go look again. Yes. He had 60, and I'm like, 60? So I go watch that final, what, two minutes of that game? Yes. Oh, my God. Like, everything lined up perfectly for him. He was able to do the missed free throw that so many teams and players struggle right. with perfectly to himself. Well, it got tipped It got tipped a few times, so I mean, I'm not going to give him that much credit for that, but at least he made sure that he barely touched the rim so it wasn't called. But yeah, it was unbelievable. Everything went for him that, that way. I mean, third person in NBA history to have... 50, 20, and 10 in the same game. I mean, it's him, Wilt, who did it a few times, and, and Elgin Baylor. And as we we talked about this when Dallas came to town earlier this season, he's 23 freaking years old. He's only getting better. Yeah. Like, if this guy, you, you, you look at his game and you're like, where could he actually get better? And it's shooting, right? And he already shoots the ball pretty damn well. Yes. If this guy gets his jumper even better, like I saw, I don't know who it was, FanDuel Draft, one of these Twitter accounts, is Luka the best player in the NBA right now? And I say, hands down, yes. It's not even a debate to me right now. Yeah, you're right, because he can do everything. Everything. He can rebound if he has to. He controls the game. Yes. And it's like... Now, is he a leader? You know, that still remains to be know. seen. It's kind of like Embiid. You want to see him do do stuff more in the playoffs. The same thing with Luke. although... But Luka has zero help. Let's right. be honest. Yeah, There's so Luke, nobody with him. Come on. You're not a big uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Spencer Dinwiddie fan? I don't mind. <laughs> Christian either. Wood? I don't mind Look at either. that team. So, what did I say? So, Wood in the starting lineup, because he's been coming off the bench quite a bit for them, that they're, what, 5-1 and one or something since Luka and Wood have decided to start together, but... 
I mean, he doesn't have any help no. other than what you mentioned, which are nice pieces on yes. the team, but he doesn't have his Scottie Pippen, his, you know, Dwayne Way, whatever it might be. Right. He and doesn't have his sidekick to really go off of. Right. But the and team Embi- still produces. And, and, and Embiid has his James Harden a little bit. No matter right. You think of him, but, you know. And, well, Maxie is a nice player, yeah, too, and right, Tobias right now, and yeah. all that. But I, I look at him and I'm like, like, you can have your Steph, you can have your Embiid, you can have your LeBron. And I'm still taking Luca over over Giannis. Probably, yeah. Right now, is the best player, the best player. Right, it's him. So what? what because is Giannis your, still can't shoot the rock as good as he should. Where be does Jokic to. fit? He's a two time MVP. Right? I think it goes, it goes Luca, Jokic, and then Giannis. In my opinion, where are the Americans? <laughs> <laughs> They're playing baseball. Nope. Not doing that either. I know. So they must all be on the you know, football field. Embiid, Durant, I mean, they're having great years. Yeah, I mean, and Durant is a very good he's, player, and he's, he's a great he's player. Still he's still great. He's a superstar, and yeah. I'm not going to take it away, but if you're asking me who I think the best players are, those are the best three in the NBA right now. Absolutely. You know, what's lost in his stats was what happened in the game where the New York Knicks led the Dallas Mavericks by nine points with 35 seconds left to play. Yeah, it's like they were playing Reggie Miller and the Pacers all over again. Yeah, heading into that game, in the last 20 seasons, teams that were trailing by nine or more in the last 35 seconds were 0 and 13,884. Oh, it's not bad. Not not bad. Teams would slam the door there. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, that didn't happen, and the uh, Mavericks go and win the game in overtime. And that now, dance. What about the Luka dance? Well, you know what the I... T- <laughs> I, I read that he thought he wasn't keeping track of score. He thought that his that basket the won the game. He didn't realize they had to go and score a few more points in overtime to at least get to 60. Hey, it worked out well for him because he know. only had 50 at the end of the game. I know, exactly. He, he controlled overtime as well. <sighs> Speaking of um, weird things late in games. Blowing leads. What happened Monday night at the LCA to the Pistons was disgraceful, really. Can we blame Greg Kelser for a jinx? Maybe. Because when they subbed a whole new five, he's like, well, they're waving Wait. the white flag. Well, Dwayne Casey, that, that's who you probably need to blame. Wow. He said the same thing after the game. Uh, but that's your own fault for thinking that. Because what do we always say? These are pro players, right? Mm-hmm. The players across from you are also getting paid. And they're trying to get their next contract. They're trying for right. more playing time. So shame on him for thinking that. Well, Maybe it, maybe left. if he would have cleared the bench, they would have had players who were playing even harder than the guys he had. You, you, you never know. But uh, the fact that the Pistons led by 14 points with three minutes left. And controlling the game. Con- yes. I mean, because as, as we said, they put... Moses Brown into the game and took out Paul George. Uh, Stat-wise, going into that game, teams were 2 and 12,873, <laughs> trailing by 14 with three minutes or left left. But you know what? Um, Tyron Lue probably went to his team and was like, look at these two right here. These two did it. You can do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody knew that. But did you see the stat line for the Pistons in that game? Eight guys with double figures. They shot 44% from the field and shot, what, 47% from three. Only one guy that played did not get in double figures for the Pistons, and that was Knox. He played seven minutes. But everybody else was in double figures. They played good. And, you know, the fact that, you know, the matter is earlier in this season, in this uh, even homestand, they've been having so much problems in the third quarter. And They scored 39 points. Monday night, 
the third quarter was their quarter. They came back into the game. They were trailing at one point by like 15, rallied, came back, and took control of the game, and then blew it. Now, the skeptical side will say, yeah, you know what, it's okay because they, you know, you don't want to win too many games because of the Victor deal. But that's, I'm sorry, if you paid money to go to that game. I'd be pissed. You'd be pissed. Well, you'd be pissed also because Kawhi Leonard didn't play, but, you know, if you wanted to see him. Yeah, weren't you talking about that? You're like, just wait until you get closer to game time. But yeah, I mean, but that's the NBA now, man. With these teams that come in once a year, you got to hope and pray that they come. But they look at the Pistons and they're like, it's an eight win team. Let's rest our guys. Right. And Kawhi was playing where the next night in Toronto. Yeah, and so he played. I always think that's what sucks the most about it. So if you're trying to see the Warriors, like if Steph has a lingering ish- issue, I'm sorry, he's not going to play against no. your. Bad team. Correct. Because why waste them in that game? Exactly. Right? Um, I mean, the, the LeBron did play here. Yes. But LeBron needed to play here because he's on a bad team. Yes. And they need those wins. So right. it's just, it's odd. I don't know what kind of improvement we're going to see out of this team this year, if at all. Like, Jay Nivey just is what he is right now. He's a slasher. He has no jump shot. No, he's averaging what, in his last 10 games. Let's look at the last 10 game increments. He's 15 points and, and three assists. Uh, Killian actually played really well till the stretch on Monday night. Knocking down threes. Yeah, yeah, he's averaging 12 and seven in his last 10 games. To me, the guy who I'm the most fascinated with is Duran. I mean, last 10 games, averaging 10 and a half points, 12 and a half rebounds. Dude, he's raw, but he's, he's so he's gonna, solid. He's going to be good. He's going to be really good. Three feet around that rim? Like, yes. Yeah. Like, he is, we talked about it a lot last year when the Pistons acquired Marvin Bagley, that that was going to be the pick-and-roll guy that they needed. No, Duran is that guy. Yes. Because he will not, he's not going to linger out by the three-point line. Hell, he's not going to linger out by the free-throw line. Mm-hmm. He knows his spot in this game, and that's where bigs can be very important in the NBA, is knowing your role within five feet of the basket, right? Yep. You you mentioned Bagley. You mentioned Bagley. And look, they signed him to the uh, extension at the end of the year. Which is fine. I don't mind it. It's not like he broke the bank. No, but he's been a little bit of a disappointment this year because you thought you saw some signs last year where he was going to, you know, fulfill the dreams that, you know, Sacramento had when they had him as the second overall pick in the draft uh, ahead of the aforementioned Luka Doncic and, of course, Trey Young as as well. (laughs) Uh, The Pistons did not have a pick that draft, by the way. That was in the Blake Griffin trade. So, of course, Shea Gilgis-Alexander was selected in that position. Isn't that wild? But the Pistons do have players from that draft, I believe even the first round or late first round guys, uh, Knox and Hamadou. Oh, that's right. (laughs) So they they got their guys. They didn't get SGA. Who, by the way, he's an incredible player, too. Oh, my God, he's carrying that team. I mean, they're not... You know, a playoff team per se, no, but they're but he's good. A great player, and he's a max player. You yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and then you got the Pistons coming up. Did you see? Okay, so they play Orlando, who's also another bad right. team. Right. Well, we'll talk about them yeah, in, the, oh. in the game uh, Wednesday night. I just I can't. The Pistons. Then the Pistons hit the road. They have what Chicago, Minnesota on on, on New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. And then they go to the West uh, the Western Conference again. Oh, geez, what are you going to do on New Year's Eve? Are you going to watch Georgia? <laughs> against Ohio State or the Pistons. They're head-to-head. With well, you know, another. Anthony Edwards went to Georgia. <laughs> that is true. And he torched Michigan State that one game. And I, you know what? 
he's he's interesting to me because that whole team is interesting. They've been a little disappointing. I mean, uh, I well, think so. I mean, they're under five hundred. They got great pieces between Cat, who's who's been down, and D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, and dude, I love Anthony Edwards' game. He's just I know. pure score. He reminds me a lot of Dwayne Wade, like a young Dwayne Wade, who's just relentless. We'll go to the rack. We'll shoot it. Can fly out of the gym. Mm-hmm. It's it's. That's an interesting team, but that's an interesting back to back because they, you know, Chicago. They're kind of a weird team. There's well, talk yeah, about Billy Zach Donovan Levine leaving. Is... Yeah, him and DeRozan supposedly are not getting on, uh, getting along. And then after Minnesota, they got to go to Portland, not Golden good. State, not good. San Antonio. That's going to be a big game as far as the uh, ping pong balls goes. Yeah, and then they have a back to back Sunday, Tuesday. Uh, against Philadelphia here on uh, Sunday, June, uh, June, January 8th, and then in Philly on TNT. Oh, look at that. National television, the Detroit Pistons. So Charles Barkley will talk about how bad the Pistons are again. And then don't forget that they're also going to Paris. <laughs> oh, that's right. When's yep. that? January 19th, 3 what? p.m. game. Oh, my Lord. Isn't that oh, crazy? The whole... Like them and the Bulls. That's the Paris game. Pistons and the Bulls in 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 Paris and the Pistons. I wonder if Victor will be at the game. God, wouldn't that be a sign? Hanging out <laughs> with Cade. Yeah. Well, oh. you remember Darko is. I uh, know. Do you? Uh, let me ask you about mm-hmm. Cade real quick because we we talked about it and it's now official. He's undergoing surgery. He's going to yeah, miss the rest right. of the season. Do you put any stock into the fact that he's a vegan? <laughs> no. Neither do I. No. So many people are trying to make this a thing. And it's like it's not a thing. Like a stress fracture in your shin is going to happen regardless. If I mean, you eat cheeseburgers, you're still going to get a stress fracture in your shin, right? I, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but so. I completely agree with that. And I mean, it's just it's wild. And and by the way, I'm pretty sure his personal trainers, the Pistons training staff, everybody around them yeah. are well more educated than you on Twitter. Yes, because a guy doesn't want to eat dairy, like. Like, let's get over it. I, that, that, you know, you shocked me with that. I never heard anybody make really? the correlation. Oh, go between look on the, Twitter that well, people think it's a vegan thing. And it's just, I, I've I always, feel bad for him. I mean, he's. So do I. It sucks. Yeah. And, but, and he still embraces the city. I don't know if you saw on Christmas, he posted a photo of him and his daughter. He's wearing an Iserman throwback jersey. Yeah, and, with the, well, from the cup years, yeah, with the, the 70, patch and all that. I yeah. wonder if that's a legitimate jersey. I would guess. It. I mean, he's got the money for it, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I would think. And I just, I mean, I wish the best for him, but, like, you told me today on your show that he's being compared to Luka Doncic, and I'm like... I don't see it at all! And other than they're similar in height... That's about it. They're 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 not similar in frame, and I don't think they have a similar game. No, I mean, they're both not, like, you don't look at them and be like, that is a freak athlete. You look at him and you're like, okay, he's a well-rounded basketball player. But, you, I mean, Luka as a rookie, you saw it. I mean, you saw it with Cade in flashes, right? right? Not consistent. And then his no. second year, he took this jump where it looked like Cade maybe was taking yeah, the jump. Yeah, he had those five or six games where he's playing great. But we don't know. And then, boom. That was it. Gets shut down. And so, it's, I don't, I don't know what to look for with this season. I mean, you hope well, that. Well, you know what? It's kind of like the Lions where all I wanted from the Lions was for their young players and their coach to perform to perform and, and, and get better. And for the most part, we've seen that. Absolutely. With the Pistons, you're seeing certain things of some of the guys getting, like Isaiah Stewart, I mean, he has gotten better. The three-point shot has improved. Oh, He's working his ass off on that. 
Ivy, I think, is going to get better. We already talked about Duran. Killian's gotten better. But are these guys for the future? Right. I guess that's what we have to figure out, yeah, right? I mean, it's Sadiq Bey. He has not gotten any better. I don't think At so. I think he is what he is, uh, right? He He's a guy that's going to shoot you 35% from three. And I know you're not an Isaiah Livers fan, and he's been hurt the whole yeah, last he's th- not three a- weeks. I'm not even worried about him. You know, Hamadou, it's like, okay. He's, you know, Hamadou's a great player to have off your bench, but he's not a guy that should be getting a lot, a lot of No, minutes. he's like a five-minute-and-a-half spark plug, maybe. Yes. That, that's about it. He's like a like a like what a Mike James was for the <laughs> yeah, championship. That's distance. right. Come in, do your job, and get out, right? Give somebody a breath. And the big question, I'm sure we'll talk about it 8,000 times, is, you know, what's going to happen at the deadline with Bogdanovich and Burks? Yeah. And maybe something more. I don't know. And I, don't I know. always go back to our interview with David Aldridge where he says, you know, they signed him to trade him, yeah. Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and you think about it that way, it does make a lot of sense because a team is going to want him more than just a rental to give up what the Pistons are going to want in return for him, right? Correct. Um, uh, I don't know. I didn't see anything last night, uh, or is it tonight, that Scooter played? He came back in the G League. Might have been last night. That's oh, okay. going to be the guy that's probably the second overall pick, a, who's a legit guard, too. But this Correct. is another kid that's going to be very similar to Jalen Green, where he came out of high school. He Will they be to, playing the Motor City Cruise? Will Scoot Henderson be at the I don't know that how place? that works, because he plays on that elite team. Right. And... They were playing games before, but now they're saying yesterday the season officially started. I don't yeah, know. I know. I, I saw that press release, too. I said, wait a second. I thought the season started. I've been getting press releases from the Motor City Cruise I, all year long. I know. I mean, Braxton Key. <laughs> yeah. You know, good, good luck, Braxton Key. I know. Poor guy. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday night, the Orlando Magic come back to the Little Caesars Arena. That's, you know, who the Pistons beat to start the season. Yes. Uh, want to know. And Orlando has gotten their act together. They've won 13 games. They've won eight out of their last 10. They lost Tuesday night to the Lakers, so it's a back-to-back. And I'll tell you who's somehow come out of nowhere to uh, reconfigure his game, and that's Mo Wagner. It's crazy, isn't Mo it? Mo Wagner's averaging close to 13 points a game, shooting 50% from the field. While Franz still averaging close to 20 points a game, uh, 48% from the field. Uh, Paolo is averaging 21 points a game, 45% from the field. So you got a good young team there. Uh, um, Fultz. Fultz is starting to play well. And and don't forget Piston legend Bull Bull is on that Bull team Bull, too. Bull Bull, yes. Who's and playing also, a nice role. It's a great homecoming. Gary Harris plays for the Orlando Magic. And, of course, the great Caleb Houston. I was going to see if you mentioned him. <laughs> Who, I mean, he, he gets – Short run when he gets I out. I can't there. believe he's even in the NBA. It's crazy. But well, so is Max Christie. Or is he now back in the G League? I don't even know. Oh, uh, Max Christie. No, he played five minutes the other night against the Orlando Magic. Wow. Oh, Christie versus Houston. I know. Love right? that debate. But if you, I mean, so you look at this young team. Would you rather have Orlando's roster or Detroit's? And I'm kind of siding with Orlando. Orlando's. Right. Because right now, because of Cade's injury, Paulo, so basically, but then you even look at it at their bench. It's just would you rather have Paulo? How about this, Paulo and the Wagners, or Cade, Ivy, and Duran? Those your three young studs, so to speak, right? You know, Cade. I'm personally taking the Pistons players because I hate the Wagners with everything in my body. I understand that, but but Franz. It's Mo that would scare me away. I right. think I see more potential with Duran than yes. I do Mo. But then you look at Fultz, who's who's a project who's actually turned out to be pretty good for them. Mm-hmm. But then you look at their bench in in Wendell Carter Jr., who's a solid NBA player, right? Coming off your bench, you got Mo Bamba. He was a high draft pick, right? Cole Ball Anthony, Ball. 
Yeah, well, Bull Bull's starting for him. I know. You got RJ Hampton and Terrence Ross and Gary Harris. It's a better young team, right? Yes. Now, both aren't built to win now, anything. No. no. But I think I would take the Magic's young talent right now. So would I. Over the Pistons. Yeah. And it sucks to say that because they're in the same there boat. There was so much promise coming into this year, right? But we did talk at the start of the year. Everybody was like, the Pistons are going to be this, this, and this. But the East got so much better, too. And that's where people missed. When yeah. they were talking about the Pistons. I mean, Correct. Vegas had them at, what, 27 wins or right. something like that? No way. I don't even think they're going to get to that. No, even teams like Washington are better. I mean. <laughs> Who, I mean, <laughs> Washington's crazy, too. I mean, with Bradley Beal and all the money they've had to give him. and But. Atlanta's. <sighs> I mean, look, we, we, we went through this before the season. Everybody basically. Everybody. Is, except maybe better. Charlotte. Right. And that's only because. One of their best players was the biggest moron that he could have ever been the day yes. before he could have signed a contract. Right. Miles Bridges. They're actually talking. I read that the Hornets and, and Bridges are talking right now. I heard that as well, but it's going to be a minimum deal. I mean, the kid screwed up is yes. what it comes down to. Ab- 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 absolutely. All right. Uh, so it's the Orlando Magic, and then the Pistons uh, hit the road for a while, restore the floor. We'll be back next week. Take a look at the, how the road trip starts and the rest of the NBA. Evan, have a great New Year. I know how you want your New Year's Eve to go, but yep, uh, I'm going to be a I big don't. horny frog. I know you are. That's okay. You know, and I'm sure your wife will like you if you're a big horny <laughs> frog. All right, restore the floor. Tell your friends later. Happy New Year.